COVID episode. Yeah, we nothing. got the COVID in the house. Yep. Everybody in my house got the COVID nineteen. One. Yeah. My little fucking shitty trumper of a son, anti vaxxer, <laughs> no mask wearing, fucking dirt ball. He is a he is a redhead just like him too. So. Dude, he just he's he just was like, let me get all the COVID and bring it home to y'all. Yeah. Yeah. He already hates you so much. Yeah, he's just like he hate, yeah, he hates me, he's mad. I hate you, he dad. Comes home, he's I'm like, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan said yeah. vaccines are bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry, what would it take for you to like what what artist would it take for you to even like be like, Oh, I guess I won't listen. I will make my life so much harder by not listening to Spotify. Like I'll go back to cassettes. Like, like who, cassettes. Who, who nobody. Is, There's nobody. Right. I mean, the, the the it's get it's trying to put the toothpaste back in the tube. Tube. Yeah. Right? Like. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're all just giving money to the Spotify person and and fucking everyone over, and it's super easy. That's but that's fucking that's life. That's 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 how everything basically works. Yeah. These I'm days. not. It's like Joe Rogan was like, I don't like pasteurized milk. <laughs> He probably doesn't. <laughs> I know it's true. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Fact of the matter is, I think I found that whole like Spotify thing kind of funny. Um, well, it's like also like so, uh, you know, you can choose not to listen to Joe Rogan on Spotify. You know, it's not necessarily Spotify's fault. Now, they, it's not like I mean, Joe Rogan's just like, "Hey, welcome to the Rogan Experience. We'll be talking about vaccines all the time, every time." Like, eh, I mean, kind of is. Isn't about, I mean, I don't listen to him at all. So I. I get, I gave up on him a while back, but I did. There was a t- point in time where I listened to him. He, he's like, you, kind of have to be like, it's a little bit of like, mm, like, w- like, you know, like, have you ever had like a cool relative, like a cool cousin? Is <laughs> <as> like, <laughs> maybe you don't see eye to eye on everything about, but you're like, he's my cousin. Like, I still, I'm yeah. never gonna forget all the awesome times fishing with him. Sure, I, I know what you mean. But I think that's I, like I was never in on Rogan, like I like, and so I, I have a I different mentality. I think that most people like with him that were like, oh, he used to have like a really cool show, or he used to you know have a cool guest on stuff, and now he's just kind of gone off the deep end oh, in the that last might four be, years. That might be the case. I I know like he's had some guests on there where I'm just like, this is boring, right? Like survivalists. Like I don't care about hunters or survivalists. Yeah. I I think but, he's trying to be has, too. Like, Bill Burr on there. I'm like all ears. Like I I love listening to him talk. Like, because he does like long podcasts. Like, when you get someone in a room for four hours and get them super baked, like usually if it's someone you're interested in, like Tom Segura or whatever, it can be really funny. Sure, there's moments. It's also like, yeah, I'm not listening. To, I can barely listen to an hour podcast. Like, I, I'm not listening to a three hour right. podcast. Right. And also, if I'm listening to that long format and inter- and having him interview someone. I'm listening to Howard Stern then, and I, ha- I haven't listened to him in years either, but I'm listening to because he's a really great interviewer. Yeah, yeah. Rogan sucks at interviews. It's true. Yeah, I, and hes I feel like he's always he's trying to be, um, and I usually appreciate people like this, but I think he's gone too far, is where he's trying to be too, um, oh, what's the fucking word? Um, 
you know, not a countercultural, but but like you know, he's always trying to play like devil's advocate or something. Yeah, right. It works. It and it's it works. And it used society, to work, but now I think he's, he's now I think he's bought bit. into it too much. Yeah. Well, he's super rich now. I mean, he well, always he always was rich. Like that's the other part of this. Well, first of all, let me start by saying we are we've like had like people on here talking about flat Earth. Like we make shit up all the time. Now we're yeah. not paid a hundred million dollars by Spotify. But we're on Spotify. <laughs> like, there's a lot worse. Our, we're not there's a lot worse misinformation Spotify. on Spotify than Joe Rogan. It's and the to your point, you can always just turn it off. I, I also think that like it's good to, to, like it's just good to listen to people. Like I don't like any of to the, some degree. I, I, yeah, I don't know what I don't. My point is just like I don't know what like anti-vaxxer stuff he's even taught. Like I've not, I haven't heard any of it. But I'm supposed to get like mad, like to, I think I should have to listen to whatever those anti or misinformation podcasts were before I decide whether or not I'm going to follow Joni Mitchell out the door. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's the other thing too. It's like you know Neil Young. I loved I love Harvest Moon album. Um, I could live without it. I mean, I like it too, but like, I could live without it. Like, yeah, uh, honestly, well, I was he's like, not, he's just, he's not it anymore, man. You're not it anymore. I wanted You're to, not the dude. I wanted to like do like a post and be like, boy, I wish Bob Dylan and Tom Waits hated Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> but people are so passionate about those guys. I knew I would just get my fucking head caved in with like, I get doxxed by fucking Dylan but, fans. I, I mean, even if, even if, um, like I can't even th- like no one has as much juice as Joe Rogan right now anyway, right? Like, and, and I think that that's really what pisses people off. Is right. Like, oh, totally. Because every time anyone tries to like do a piece or like or like they're like I'm Trevor Noah, I'm gonna explain Joe Rogan to you because they want to a Rogan explain it to you, assuming that you've never heard of him, like he's some underground phenomenon. Joe Rogan's been around as long as I can literally remember. Like, yeah, I love yeah. fucking talk radio. I watched Fear Factor. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've seen his stand-up specials, some of which are good, some of which kind of suck. But like, I watched the 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 Comedy Store documentary that he produced. Like, I've listened to his podcast. Like, I it's almost like degrading to be like, let me explain Joe Rogan. He was on fear factor. I'm like, the dude is on in he was forefront in MMA. He beat everybody to that punch. Yeah. Everybody would love to have that status. And we can't even give him that. Like give the guy a little bit of credit. Like, he oh, could- no, no, no. yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't hate on him in that sense. I, I just think he's, he's taken his platform and his, his views a little too extreme where he's not, He's not fair and balanced anymore. I don't think, and that's what he was trying to be. He was always trying to be, yeah, show I, you the other side of the again of, of the issue. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just don't know. I remember one time he had this guy on once that was like his whole. He's thing also was, he's also like he's he's what you know what he is. He is sort of a one man bar stool too. Like he he oh he's a like probably. He's very well that sense and like you know he's gonna say all those things that everyone you know thinks isn't isn't appropriate anymore or whatever. And then but then everyone sticks up for him to the death. Well, too. I think. But there's right a, where they have to protect him at all costs. There is a responsibility in power, right? There's a responsibility in in having people listen to what you say and take what you say to heart. Seriously, right? Yeah. But it didn't and swing use the that, vote for that, Bernie. Yeah, like he was. Like, that to, you know, he's like he, he's tried lots of different positions, but yes, he. But it, but what? But is it his job to be responsible? I mean, this is like an. This is the thing that. Well, that's the problem with question, people, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
people people believe him and or or take this as as legit but and or but, but, factual. But that's their that's their right. Right. No, that's their, and well, it's that's his their right. problem. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. it's th- sure. Like we also had Donald Trump as president. Like we've yeah. like, yeah, we did this to ourselves. Morton Downey was a guy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Remember? Yeah. yeah. But that was like a yeah. thing. I remember my uncle being like that guy. And I like, like, I was like, really that guy? And my uncle's like, yeah, that guy. I was like, okay. Yeah. Morton Downey. Yeah. All these guys. All these. Yeah. I mean, Fox, all Fox news is, is this is, what they they they've been doing this for thirty years now. Almost. But it's Fox News. It's Rachel Maddow. I think the bottom line is just like no one's listening to anybody. We're just fucking yelling into the. We're like we're just like everyone's like I'm mad. Cancel, cancel, cancel. I'm pulling. And good for Neil Young. Pull your shit. That's good. That, great. You created a fucking movement of sorts <laughs> by pulling your music. <laughs> the unfortunate thing is, is your movement wasn't the right movement. Like the movement should have been. I'm pulling my music until musicians get paid fairly by the right. streaming service right but he was like i make enough so yeah nah yeah like that's yeah. the fucking move but it said it's right. about fucking misinformation by a fucking guy that was like next to dave foley in a fucking sitcom <laughs> give me a fucking break i just I, I just don't like maybe if if you've gotten pe- more like relevant musicians and and podcasters and stuff who would all kind of clam together and and you know do this you know and then if it was like lamar kendrick kendrick lamar and and a whole bunch or kendrick lamar sorry <laughs> you know and a whole bunch of those dudes and and i don't know fucking like that whoever. super bowl halftime show if they yeah. all did it yeah right yeah yeah and and or like bieber and like those guys and stuff you know like I, who knows how what they feel and how they you know what they believe and stuff too but i'm just saying like it's like well, no one wants Neil to bite Young the doesn't hand have that feeds with like no one enough wants, people. Yeah, but that's the thing is, no one wants to bite the hand that feeds them. And like, and Neil Young and Joni Mitchell, they don't fucking they're they're fed. Yeah, but like Olivia Rodrigo, oh, wow. she doesn't know where her next fucking paycheck's coming from necessarily. Uh, she doesn't. Wanna, I mean, I, I you, you know, know at this a, point, you have, to have she, a hell of fucking lot of clout. You got to be like Prince, Taylor Swift, like Taylor Swift. But Taylor Swift did do it. You know, she has fought back against the industry. right, right. She has, exactly. but she's a fucking solo voice. And she's not fucking some crusty old Canadian like revolutionary. If, no, I know. That's my point. Is like if she started this movement and did this, I think more sort of relevant and bigger names would have followed who aren't from like 50 years ago. But, you know what I mean? And that, that might have had more juice to it. Yeah. I, right. I like don't you know. don't fuck with the Swifties. No, no. Yeah. I know, but it should be for a better cause. That's my, I guess that's my point. No, no, you're, and you're totally right. And that's a, that's a great other point that's actually more important to all this in a sense too right here's the nice uh, byproduct i think that there is a like a shift change that has been noticed it's like by people that are like i gotta hear joni mitchell every day <laughs> uh they're like what else can i listen to my music on and there's like you know apple music which is gross and title which is jay-z's but there are alternate streaming services yeah, which i think is like a good thing like a little disparity and a little bit less of the monopoly going into Spotify is a good thing. So maybe that's like a nice byproduct of this. But this fucking like, let's all pull our mu- band together and pull our music because Joe Rogan, because of Joe Rogan, like, fuck, like who cares? Like, like who cares? I, who cares? Well, like, I, you're, you're right. But I do think there is like, there, there is enough that people, enough people do care on the other end of that. And that's, Sort of my, my my point, which Oprah, you're maybe not Oprah quite aware world? of, is that he does have a lot of he does have I a sort of a lot of, of it, pull. But, but I am aware of it. But then, why are we censoring voices? 
Like, isn't this a form of censorship? Isn't this like saying, like, if if he gets to say that, Spotify, then the, you can't have my thing? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, that, I, yeah, I think you're right, probably. And that's kind of the stupidity of all this, though, and a lot of these things. And I think that's why a lot of people are, are, are sort of are tired of, like, you know, and, and always claiming cancel culture on stuff because we're just so quick to, to, to try to silence some people. Um, but there's also some ethical responsibilities. I think that, you know, Spotify should have, they should have, maybe they should have disclaimers before every, you know, of his episodes or maybe, you know, or they should have told Joe Rogan, be like, listen, we'll give you a hundred million dollars, but like you have to, you having this guest, that means you have to have this guest to them because now you are, we are paying you for well, our there, platform. Okay. So there's a, therein lies a, a bit of a, of a catch 22, right? Like, Spot, it's not just like if if Joe Rogan was just on Spotify, yeah. If he was just like back yeah. to the olden days when he was on Stitcher and Apple and whatever, right. and he was just streaming on they Spotify, they would have fucking yanked him in a heartbeat. If Neil Young was like, "I'm pulling my music," but they paid him a hundred million dollars, yeah. so that's yeah. the fucking conflict: is that you've right. got this the streaming culture, the streaming they did this on company purpose. they wanted that, that yeah. owns that that owns that property. So then, so then they. They're also a platform for other people's music, but at the same time, they're creating their own content. And then you've got an issue. And then yeah. I think there's some monopoly issues, and like probably the government should step in and be like, <laughs> "You've got to choose either you're like content well, or you're or you're just a provider. You're a library, sure. yep, or you're yep. a bookseller. But yeah. you can't be both, right? Totally, absolutely. And and you know what? Maybe even give it five years, and maybe Spotify is not so hot and popular anymore. And something else comes along, you know, and blows it out of the water. So who fucking cares, too? In a sense, like, like there's all the all the stuff is sort of fluid. Yeah, I'm just waiting from, for like that Johnny Mnemonic era where we just all go into our little things and just like we don't ever <laughs> leave, you know? <laughs> like I just you know, want to I mean, like I want to do like Molly and just put on a fucking Oculus thing and have like a machine jack me off for like a weekend. <laughs> I'll care. Like, that's the future. That's what I want. <laughs> I won't care about streaming services, politics. I don't, I don't, want, it, I don't want machines anywhere, where, anywhere near my, my sexual organs. Oh, really? I, I, I think it'd be amazing. Think bad things yeah, I want to get in like, I want to get in like, a, like a, <laughs> one of those weightless chambers. Like a, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With like, like a, a sleep deprivation thing, yeah, or yeah, whatever. but with like a yeah. blowjob machine <laughs> and an Oculus. Well, that's <laughs> see. And here's the other thing, though. Here's the Spotify, let's finish can, up with this. And I, I, honestly, yeah. like, I don't think we're that far removed from like Joe Rogan in a sense. Like, what how our humor and what we talk about, what we do on our show, and what Joe Rogan does. But if like if we started having like really crazy. Or big guests on this thing, yeah, like no, we, I or think, if we had listeners, no one listens to us. Like that's no, the, no, no. But that's my point. That's, that's the, my point. Is we, if we start having those guests that he has on there that are sort of shock jock value guests, a lot of the times, like we would start having huge ratings ourselves and stuff too. Like there's also like he knows what he's doing. Maybe we got to go outside of cold cuts and Tommy V's takes on flat yeah, and, and the exactly. Dicks. Like yeah. this isn't that hard to do what he's doing necessarily because he's not he's not anything special himself. But somehow he's found a niche before anybody else, and he blew up, and no one else can kind of catch him. I don't think. Yeah. Which I, is another kind of important kind of a note, I think, because it's he because he's become so big and so popular. There was a so there's I can end on this. There the reason I stopped listening to Joe Rogan was because I was in my car driving somewhere one time, and I was like, oh, Joe Rogan interviews Miley Cyrus. I like Miley Cyrus. My wife likes Miley Cyrus. Mm -hmm. I put it on as a road trip, 
we got 15 minutes into it and my wife was like, this is the most misogynistic shit mm-hmm. I have ever listened to. And I was like, what? She's like, listen to the way he talks down to her. Mm-hmm. He won't let he won't let her answer any of the questions that he's asking. He's putting words in her mouth. He's trying to relate, but he doesn't. And it's yep. just coming off as this like mansplaining this other person's life yeah. who, who has reached much different levels of success. And I was like, I, after that moment, I was just like, I can't, like, I literally never listened to him again. Like, I couldn't, yeah. but it took somebody that wasn't Neil Young to tell me <laughs> what, what I was listening to wasn't necessarily good, you know? And I think that's what people have been trying to say for a long time, but he's, he's just gotten too, he's gotten too big and too powerful that he can't necessarily be, you know, and I, he's just, he's not going away, basically. No matter what you do or try or say or whoever tries to explain Joe Rogan or put him, you know, shine a light on him. I just I don't think there's too many. That's why Barstool like that's why this guy with the Barstool is always it seems to be there's reports and stories about him and how what a terrible human being he is and stuff. But he's not going away either, you know, kind of thing. And it's it, it speaks to a, a large majority of the population, especially in this country, yeah. who feel the exact way that those two guys do. Angry and act way. white men. Yes. Who are misogynistic. Yeah, I know. It's tough. Like Dan Snyder, for example. Ah, yeah. There we go. How about that segue? We've got, a, we've got a football a team segue. name, and it's basically the Washington Freedom Fighters. Like, what's happening? <laughs> Washington, Washington Grand Wizards? Like, what the fuck with this name? They're in command, Chris. They're in total command. It's, it's like commander. It's like Proud Boys commanding. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. such a Proud Boys name. Am I crazy? What? It sounds like a. It's like it's so. It's commanders feels very. Oh, it's so militaristic, and and that was the point, and and I think, and you know, and and that's a. I think that's a whole other level that that's been in the works now for two years and and beyond now with with Trump in 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 office and all that stuff about, and everybody's all high and military and rule and law and all that kind of shit. We and the people. I, it, it, yeah, you know, and it also it doesn't help that your head coach Ron Rivera is a huge military guy, supporter dude, you know. So I'm sure he wanted this, you know. And this is what being a man is all about, and integrity, and taking charge. It's fucking and garbage, dude. You, you should have seen the posts with 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 the, that football team did, and and about all this kind of stuff, and what it means, and represents, and all this stuff. We're gonna because we're gonna be leaders, and, and and fighting, and you know, going forward, and taking charge and, and, and being out front and all this stuff. And it's like, you're the fucking Washington football team yeah. who used to have a racist name and you've never, you haven't done shit in at least 30 years. You're like, it's not the co um, Yeah, this is going to make you leaders all of a sudden. You're no. followers. You're and at the it, bottom of the list. In the and they're NFL like, look at our team president is black. Hot. Look at this. We're going to have yeah. them do the announcement because yeah. we're yeah. so diverse because your last team president got fired because he yeah. was like basically pimping out your cheerleading squad. Yeah. Like yeah. Dan Snyder, you're still team. you're still gonna have to like speak to Congress. Like this is like Hopefully. Yeah, I know. It's like I I was offended on that level because the name just is so it's so like insurrection vibes. Like mm. I just yeah. I, I, I know and everyone yeah. I know from DC I've talked to felt that way. Like without me prodding them sure, you know for sure absolutely uh they're they're not they're being blatant they're not hiding this at all about what what this this image that they're portraying and you know especially with the with the with the the jerseys and the, the patch that i i guess it's the dc flag but it looks very militaristic 
with a little couple stars and a couple stripes on it, you know, kind of thing. And it, and it just, it just feels like they, 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 I mean, honestly, they try too hard and they, but they don't succeed very well at doing it. Like they're, they're terrible. They should have just, you know, they should have just kept the football team. I, fucking I agree monitored. at this point. Just keep the football team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also was disappointed that it came, it was the first story to bury the Brian Flores lawsuit, which I was like, oh, great. So this is the next clickbait thing. Like we are not even going to give that a day to breathe and like, and reflect on like now the next NFL thing is this white power fucking name that Dan Snyder just threw on it. Like <laughs> yeah. stapled yeah. onto his football team. Like it's, it sucks. Yeah. Although I think that's gone away and, and Flores still has some, some legs with it and the median stories are still coming around and, well, and he you needs know, some, some, he, next couple days. He needs some folks to, uh, I mean, this is like to me the most important story in football in the last ten years. Like, I, yeah, it's him and Kaepernick. Yeah, which are basically the same, one and the, the same, same thing. It's yeah, except for Flores has chosen, I guess, Kaepernick in a way, a roundabout way, but they're both doing things that they know will end their careers as they yeah. know it in the NFL yeah. for the greater good of man, uh, mankind, the black man. Most importantly, they I. I love, I, I mean, like, to me, the two big things that are coming out of this right now, well, there's a lot of big things. It's a, it's a heady topic, and I'm not well-versed enough, and I always get into the weeds, but I think it's important to talk about a little bit. I, I the, the fact that this is a class-action lawsuit is incredible, and it, mm-hmm. but it does require people to, like, sacrifice their futures in this mm-hmm. league to, to say something. And, like, right mm-hmm. now, it's like Hugh Jackson has, like, brought it up. And, Which is perfect because that guy doesn't have a future in the no, league he's anymore. at all. And the thing is, is like Brian Flores and fucking Hugh Jackson aren't lying. They did yeah. get paid to tank. They were offered to pay pay yeah. to tank. They're right. not making that up. And then you have the fucking the 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 Dolphins owner like I vehemently de- deny these. The, this is like he, Brian Flores is just making this shit. He's not just walking around making shit up. Yeah. I can say he's not walking around making this shit up. Like, who do you believe? The uber rich fucking scumbag owner of the Miami Dolphins or a guy who's like using active, like the most modern, like one percenter form of activism, which activism, which is a fucking class action lawsuit to, to defend himself, to, to say this is wrong. And then a fuck then you got fucking John Elway being like, this is defamation <laughs> character. <laughs> I'm like, I believe Brian Flores went yeah. to a job interview and you showed up hungover a million yeah. times. And yeah. honestly, you've probably bragged about it. Yeah. Like you're lawyered up now and you feel yeah. like the fucking world's coming after you. Fuck you. Don't fucking yeah. call somebody a liar. Right. Don't fucking call somebody a liar. Fuck you. On top of this shit, like this is just going to co- create I, so much more fucking divide. I, I hope... Something great comes out of it. I'm sorry. I do too. I, I get off my I'm, soapbox. I'm I'm always afraid that it's not. You That's know, my that big there's... fear too. Is that this and and it, it, he's just going to get pushed down. Yeah. Or yeah. Or just buried in the, in the NFL and their lawyers and all these you know rich ass owners who are because you know this is basically exactly what happened with Dan Snyder and all the shit and then they just kind of like you know, made it go away and there was no consequences and nothing really of value happened. It's starting a conversation amongst at least people in journalism, non-white people in journalism, that's pointing the light, that the fact that, like, 
it's these white super rich owners that are the reason that black people can't get head coaching jobs. Now I know that there's like a there's this other theory that like oh the way that the line of coaching works is it's always an offensive head coach and so and there aren't a lot of black offensive yeah. coordinators or quarterback coaches or whatever and so that trajectory is very rarely black and a lot a lot more of the coach defensive coaches are black and that's why you don't see so many white head coaches fucking bullshit bullshit it's you're gonna sell me that fucking line of garbage instead of white fucking owners are super racist and they don't want black people running their football teams i'll take the one that's obvious to me well i mean they're 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 not they're you know they're not in direct opposite of each other necessarily too it's like true that's because the because the the coordinators and and the the guys who are position coaches usually get bumped up to coordinators and not a lot of them are black and or getting those opportunities as well. Like this is, this isn't just one sort of layer of it. This, this is, this entire in, in, encapsulates the whole, all the, the whole system of how coaching works and, and, and how a lot of these guys aren't progressing. Right. And I, and, I just and, don't, and I, th- I mean, that's, so that's part of it. And I think that's, that this, this, that's something, another layer that could be added to this whole thing is that all these coaches aren't getting enough opportunities to be coordinators and especially offensive ones. Does this hurt other black coaches who might have been trying to get head coaching jobs? Probably to some degree. Like here's here's the problem though is, is is like it's you have all these old white owners who are you know fifty at least fifty if not sixty seventy eighty plus. Like how do you change their hearts and minds about how they believe that they're not doing anything wrong? Also, like I hate this. So there's this this word racism, which becomes like very it's 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 defaming is that the is that the right word is that a word like it's if you call someone a racist then and they're like no i'm not prove it right how do you prove someone's a racist like how like that's the thing is like what what is this law how does in a lawsuit do they does he prove racism right he can prove that he can prove through like dopey fucking bill belichick go fuck yourselves text messages that the giants had already chosen their job before they fulfilled their rooney rules right like right. he could prove that there was, and in that, that is a level of racism because we know that the Rooney rule is there so that right. to like end some sort of systemic racism, although that's a hugely flawed concept right. and it's dated and what have you. That to me is provable, but this idea of racism is just impossible to prove. And the thing is, is like when somebody gets called a racist, like a white owner, that to them is just like, oh, I can destroy this. Like right. this, this creates the argument. So then, what is Brian Flores supposed to do? Like, what's he? What word can he use? What's he? I, what, what? I only, I only think that it was, it was sort of strength in numbers in this lawsuit. Like you said, it's class action, class action. So if if enough people come forward and share their stories at least, and their and and this kind of gets out and becomes public record and knowledge, then there's there's like you know you're almost at that point. You I think you have to you're you're hoping that the NFL it sort of forces the NFL's hand. And like trying to do something differently, but I mean that's the problem with the Rooney Rule in the first place. Is like, yeah, they put it in just to be sort of nice and to give people an opportunity to interview. And I think that was that wasn't the spirit of the rule itself, you know. But that's what it became, and that's what they sort of just it became an obstacle. It became right, a... right. And then like you can't. The, the problem is it's supposed is, to create opportunity. It, right. The, the, the idea was is, that that. People were just overlooking black coaches who were highly qualified because they never got a chance to like explain themselves, and that and and that maybe by forcing people to have to like open their doors, right. that it would create more jobs. Yeah, 
but, but it doesn't because because doesn't. people don't want they, they want what they they you know like most of these owners and guys are fans right and it's like what you know they're 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 businessmen but they're fans of, of football right and they and they don't know like this whole thing in jacksonville about you know like guys has no idea what he's doing right you know and they've and they've hired and fired coaches and general right. managers for years right. and years because they don't exactly know how to run a football team yeah i don't know if anyone and, does there's no like good the thing is, is like no one's just a football team owner. There are right. all a well, million it, other things, and they take those million other things and try to run a football team the, that way. Right, and they but they see it as a business venture and an opportunity. And like most of, most of the successful teams have owners who stay out of the way. Right, and they don't dictate terms and and all these kinds of things. And and it's but. But then they hire people that they know and they like and that are similar to them in the way they think, unfortunately. And it's usually more older white men. Uh, and and it's it's I to me it it it's like how do you the problem with this and it, and it's not just football and it's in life in general. But when you have older powerful men, and that's basically our history of of everything, is when they don't believe they're in the wrong. They make it and they push back so f- much that it makes the rest of us um, sort of acquiesce to their belief. I believe it. Yeah, yeah. That's 100% right. Right? Like, we, yeah. we have no choice but to go, oh, well, it's, you know, like, these owners aren't going to push back. They're never going to admit that they're racist or they have sort of racist yeah, notions. It's not going to be don't... an epiphany. The only thing they understand exactly. is lawsuits. Exactly. Exactly. But like maybe if this if this the only hope like the only really and this is and this is a long, long shot is is if they were offered money to tank, then then these owners should be forced to sell and then maybe they can find someone and, and maybe they make a, make it so that like you have to there's a, some sort of minority candidate out there who can buy that team. I heard something and that actually and that actually might start with the Broncos because they're up for sale and there's one who's a Denver businessman who's a I think a billionaire who's black. Um, you know, but in, in, in whatever. So like, there's like a, there's a shiver, a, a sliver of hope there maybe potentially. What if there was a um, black commissioner? Like what if the, what if the commissioner who is basically yeah. the employee of all well, these white guys wasn't just another white guy? And I'm not saying Goodell isn't the, the bad guy in, in this necessarily. Like he, no, he's, he's just a puppet. Basically. He's a puppet. Exactly. He speaks, he's, a face. he's an amalgamation of all of those weird white owners. He's, yeah, he's right. like, what happens if you put them all into like a little, and again, and again, that's out. another exact. That's a good point because they're like, are they really going to hire some sort of you know like outsider person? No, they want to. They, they want, want a one white of theirs. dude who, to to act and talk and think like yeah. them and, and represent them. Yeah, I mean, to me, the the is it what's his first? Is it Brian Coley, who is the coach in in? Oh, for Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He to me is like the that David yeah. David Coley. He. I mean, it's a it's a traditionally racistish football team. It's had some the owner owner yeah has, has or the who the died or whatever owner was yeah had very like non very loosely sheathed racist undertones. Mm-hmm. Uh, he that team gave an opportunity gave an opportunity to a, a head coach who did a fantastic job, and that was that that's a wrap. This is the same team that had Bill he was, O'Brien. He was hired to be how, fired a year later. Exactly like he was, right. Yeah. He was hired right. to be a stopgap while Deshaun Watson yep. figured out his fucking shit. And now yep. they can go on with their white coach. With yep. the, like that's that's offense. Like how does the league not point? Where how does 
how does fucking Mike and Mike not fucking talk about like I know they don't have a show anymore, but like how are they <laughs> not talking about like they just they just breathe they're like, Oh, I can't believe that happened. Yeah, you do uh, a listen, job. ESPN to their credit, I've been watching all week and they've been they've been talking about it in in on their on their morning show, you know, and, and so I, I've given them a lot of credit um for digging into it and they've had a lot of great voices and people talking about it and stuff, which I think is was has been really nice and incredible. Um so I'll, I'll, yeah, but you know, like there's other I've, shows that yeah, I've been they, looking. They wanna... So I guess my, I get most of my news from podcasts, and w- and like when I look when I look through like my podcast headline, like I was expecting to be like, oh word, I I can't wait to listen to all of these meaty podcasts talk about this topic about this Brian Flores thing. It was literally like the second or third thing that was on mo- like not just like Bill Simmons, yeah. like, like Brian. The only is, Barnwell fucking buried it. Fucking all of the like uh. Rosillo buried it. Every podcast, the the Yahoo Sports podcast guys, which I like a lot, they buried it. The only guy that didn't was fucking Robert Mays at the Athletic. He was the only person to start with this, and he brought on a woman who he t- t- co-hosts with regularly. And they sort of broke it down, and they did a fantastic job of breaking it down. And I was like, they're the only ones that didn't shy away from it, and they reported on yeah. it the day that it came out. Yeah, everyone else wants to byproduct this. This should be like the lead fucking story. Yeah, it should be, uh, and it shouldn't go away, and it shouldn't get buried by other stuff. And and I do have some belief that it looks like you know if if you just keep like you go on a websites or whatever, and you and you you know you or just type in Brian Flores' name in Google, and like a lot of shit comes up, you know. And then but a lot of other stuff because I even saw it was it was NBC Sports or something dot com whatever. Someone had something about like the big fear now though is is that because of the way everything's legally structured with you know coaches. And and teams and and um, um, all that stuff that they have, you know, it kind of in place um, is that it, a lot of this stuff is now sort of um, it, it doesn't it won't go to courts. And the way the NFL is structured, a lot of stuff is that it's it's all deemed arbitration, right? Um, and so like they can maybe they can get around all this and stuff, and it won't it'll never see the light of day because of their of their collective bargaining and all that stuff is like, it'll just, it'll just become arbitration eligible and stuff. And then that, like, again, it's the heavy hand of the NFL, like knowing what they're doing in, in sidestepping and always getting around all this bullshit. There are no black head coaches in the NFL. Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick wrote text messages, congratulating the wrong person about a job that he hadn't been interviewed for yet. There how, were teams that how great uh, two two coaches are saying that they were paid to tank on teams that clearly were trying to tank, and we're gonna sit here and be like, "Well, I don't quite see what you're talking about." Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, fucking fuck you, Eli Manning. Eli Manning. I don't think there's any wrongdoing there. If like that, his exact words. That in, in I'm gonna defend the New York Giants, the fucking team that had a, their first black quarterback in 2017 to replace you, Eli. Like fucking. They, yeah. Of course they're dirty. You yeah. fu- shut your fucking pie hole, you fucking frump. Like <laughs> you don't even. And you know what? That's the you know you know what news sources. That's the fucking lead story on New York Post, Fox News. Yep. Yeah. That like right. I just looked up Eli Manning Flores top stories, Fox News, New York Post. So you're aligning yourself with that of kind of media, Eli Manning. Like fuck you! You don't even don't deserve to be a cares. New Yorker. That's not the voice of New York. You know, fu- go back to fucking Tallahassee or wherever the fuck you're from. Suck your brother off and fucking shine your fucking rings. Be glad you beat Brady t- twice. But like, fuck! Don't defend this fucking team. You don't know what you're talking about. You fucking moron. 
What if the what if the team asked him to say something on their behalf? I'm sure they fucking did. I'm sure they did. I'm too. sure they did. Why do you want to be so fucking Republican adjacent? Why do these fucking people want to be so because everybody is craft everybody adjacent? Is. Everybody is. Bill I, I Belichick we, is we, the we, biggest fucking dipshit in the world. That's a, such a bobo fucking move. That is such an asshole move. The same fucking week that fucking Tom Brady leaves you out of his farewell fucking post about his retirement. Leaves you out. You fucking sit there and shoot yourself in the foot while you're eating a fucking Subway sandwich and no one's fucking talking about it because he's the goddamn king of the world. It's fucking incredible to me. It's incredible to me. He's had, he should have had the worst week in football history and it's like all good. He's like down with craft. Like, so that just means that every fucking proud boy is like, whatever, Belichick, Belichick, you know, sometimes you write a text to the wrong person. What are you going to do? It, it would be sort of great if Belichick is the cause of the downfall of a lot of this. And especially with the giants. Oh, because of the Patriots and the, like, it's like, like, it's that deep seated. It's, he's that clever. Yeah. That'd be great. Maybe this he is might like be, I don't know. Dude, if he Although, is, the he's problem fucking... though is, and, and that's the other thing I noticed too, is like, people were defending Belichick now because he, he would never, he, he doesn't have that much. Oh, I think even the Giants even said it or something, or the owner was like, even he's like, well, you know, we don't have anything to do with Belichick. He doesn't have that much pull and all this stuff. And it's like, no, unfortunately, every uh, one of his coaches gets jobs. What are you talking about? Right. But also, the the, also there's a all well-documented, well-known fact in history of Belichick and the Giants that goes back for 50 years yeah. and that they revere him so dearly and he reveres that team so dearly. I guarantee you they lean on him uh, for a lot of things and input and whatnot and those owners. And that's exactly why his assistant coach, who's a terrible coach, head coach, got a job there for two years. Did you know that there's a conspiracy theory that I'm inventing right now that Belichick threw those two Super Bowls in order to give the Giants organization? Yeah. Raise? You know what? That crossed, that has crossed my mind before, too. <laughs> Let's start it here. He was undefeated that whole season. Oh my God. Oh my God. He got his rings. He got them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is good. Yeah. This is a good conspiracy. He threw. We got to. We got to. I want to rewatch those Super Bowls with a fucking discerning eye. With a discerning eye. Yeah. Wow. Like, really? Eli Manning beat you twice? (laughs) Come on, man. Come on. Oh my God. Bill Belichick threw those Super Bowls. He definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he definitely did. This is great. There's that, there's that, there's that documentary of, or one of those things that they had on NFL network when he went back to the giant stadium a couple years ago and him and Bill Parcells did the interview and he was walking around the locker room and the halls and the whole thing. He was like getting choked up and emotional, man. He had, there's such a, there's such a strong connection there with him and the giants. Wow. And you know, Mara and the owner, they, there, they don't. There's nobody that they probably love more than Bill Belichick, and even though he's not their coach, this is incredible. Yeah, this is incredible. The oh man, this is well. We're getting a little sidetracked, but maybe it's just beginning a little heavy-handed. I would love to see this Brian Flores lawsuit do something, mean something. Yeah, I would too. I'm not, I'm, a, I'm I'm worried that it won't. Unfortunately, like most. But I'm proud shoots. of him for doing it. Yeah, I'm proud of him for doing it during this week. Uh, taking a little bit of the shine away from the NFL, or at least making, I, they're not going to talk about it. Like Terry Bradshaw is not going to be out there with fucking you know, <laughs> Michael Strahan being like, "What do you think about Hunter Brad Flores?" <laughs> well, you know, Strahan's not saying shit too because I don't know. Terry. You know, I have a friend who um, I have a friend who uh, she she 
produces these huge conferences for the for the uh, auto sellers, whatever, some union. Huge, okay. huge. She's doing like a like it's like a, a week long thing in Vegas, and they're one of their keynote speakers is uh, Michael Strahan. <laughs> Do you know how much money that guy gets paid to talk <sighs> to car dealers? Oh man, a lot. I won't say it on this podcast, but it's more than a lot more than you think. And he gets a private jet. Yeah, of course it is. He gets a private jet. Like I were, I've worked with a lot of fancy people. I worked with a lot of big talent. I and I was shocked that that fucking jabroni. Gets as much as he does to talk to car, car salesmen. I was like, and I'm, so then when I saw him on Sunday standing there in his slacks talking to Terry Bradshaw, I was like, this guy's just like, he's what? doing that for fun. Yeah, gotta be. Yeah, yeah, gotta be. Yeah, I mean he's getting paid well too, uh, and all that stuff, you know. But what he also does Good Morning America or something too, right? Yeah, dude. I yeah. was like, dude's making a lot of money. This dude from who a lot like of doesn't have any credentials whatsoever <laughs> at all he just is a guy that like has figured out a way to talk in front of a yeah, camera he's a personality yeah it's crazy yeah oh man i mean good for him but you know i mean fuck him i hate him but uh <laughs> don't fucking do kelly dirty like that <laughs> she did the time you don't fucking replace regis philbin a legend <laughs> and do the co-host dirty like you just never been there <laughs> you don't fucking call yourself a New Yorker and fucking do Bronx great Regis Philbin like his his is you don't do his honor dirty like that. <laughs> it's fucking offensive. Is I it, hate him. Yeah, is it? I don't. It doesn't bother me. Cap teeth in your mouth so my dick's got to fit. <laughs> As the great man, you are on fire today. <laughs> you are so worked up on all this stuff. This is great. Ah. Uh, Chris, we got yeah. 20 minutes left. I got COVID. What else can we talk about? <laughs> what else can we get you worked up over? I don't know. Uh, Maybe this will cure your COVID. <laughs> you just got to get, get angry. mad the COVID out. Yeah. COVID yeah. just goes like, fuck this host. Just sweat it out the anger. <laughs> this host is too goddamn grumpy. I'm out of here. We'll go jump on a fucking guy down a, down a block. My neighbors. <laughs> oh, I feel so dirty around my neighbors. Anyway, uh, Chris, we uh, we th- do you want to talk? Like, do you have any Super Bowl predictions as we like like two weeks in advance, or do you want to save it for next week? No, at this point, she, yeah. Uh, at this point, no, I, no, I, no. I'm still trying to get my head around as the fucking Rams and the Bengals in the in the Super Bowl. I know it was that was my one thing I didn't want. I wanted to be, exactly. I want to be Bengals Niners, or. Mm-hmm. Chiefs Rams. Chiefs Rams. Yeah, and now we get, uh, now we just get all this Ram on love. A, on a plus side, <laughs> it's two teams that are underachievers. Like they, someone's gonna fumble their way to a Super Bowl win. Because if the, yeah. either one of these teams was playing like a good team, we'd be like, oh fuck, it's gonna be a blowout. But right, weirdly, we right. have two bad teams. Like I felt bad for every team that didn't make the Super Bowl this year because they could have. Yeah, this was the year, kind of right. It's like, yeah, like Kansas City, Kansas City fucked up. Yeah, this is the fucking Buccaneers beating the Raiders year. Like, it's like anybody could have. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah. This is the fucking Giants wild card, man. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. win the goddamn Super Bowl is wild. Yeah, this is. I mean, Cincinnati I, I isn't that I, good. They're like, I like jo- Joey Burr, whatever the fuck. I like him, <laughs> but like, eh. Uh, is he? Are they that good? I don't think so. 
I mean, they got something to them. They keep winning these games and stuff. And, and I mean, I'm in the money either way. I've got a future. I put 50 bucks on the Rams to win the Super Bowl on February 8th, 2021. Like, that was smart, man. That was smart. I know, but I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I don't like. I really don't know what on earth inspired me to drop that. Like, Did they trade for Stafford at that point? Maybe I, must have been the Stafford. That must have. Like I have to go back and look at what happened on like February seventh. Yeah, they, it must or have. Cam Akers, uh, or, did that happen? Like, was there? It had to. I mean, have that been was Stafford. right after. It must have, that had been right around the Super Bowl last year. Then too, um, it was probably before the Super Bowl, which is could have been weirder. yeah. It was it's crazy. February eighth. I have it, and then th- thanks to thanks to the great Ryan Rinaldi, who did our logo, mm-hmm. who said, "Yo, put some fucking coin on the Bengals plus two thousand, yeah, uh, to win the Super Bowl." You can't Bowl. lose, basically. I can't lose. I'm in it. Yeah, yeah. So it's I nice. I don't have a lot. I'll just play a bunch of shitty prop bets and lose a bunch of that. Yeah, I'm looking forward. That's to. fine. That's but, fine. But early, fa- early. Do you have a favorite? Or do you uh, have... here, I'll say it this way: is I'm I'm so rooting for the Bengals. Oh, of course, because I can't. I fucking hate the Rams. I hate their uniforms. I hate their. I fucking hate Stafford. I hate, I Stafford. hate everybody on that I team. I hate Stafford's wife. That's how much I hate Stafford. <laughs> she has a brain tumor. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> um, I just I, I hate can't... the idea of Stafford. They're like, oh, Stafford got on this team, and immediately he and it. Cooper Cup became best friends and their wives are best friends. So I was like, oh, Christian Matthew Stafford came along and found Christian Cooper Cup and they became the best <laughs> white butt buddies in football. Surprise. That's weird. That's so yeah. surprising. How, yeah. how, he's like, Matthew Stafford came in and fucking befriended the most white piece of shit. Like, it's, of course. Like, ugh. Like, I, I agree I, with you on that. I hate, the, I, I hate the LA doesn't have any fans. Like, they're, yeah. gonna, they're like, you get the Super Bowl at home. It's like in front of all of San Francisco, like Terry Bradshaw's like, congratulations. And they're like, you don't care. <laughs> Nobody cares. Did you see I, what, did you see why Icky Shuffle got the, gave the trophy, the Pat Smythe trophy or whatever it's called to the, <laughs> to the owner of the Bengals, who's like 900. And, and everyone on the stage was like, Icky don't freestyle. Icky don't freestyle. And the owner, and the owner was like, Real nervous looking, and Icky's just like, just screaming "Who day" over and over and over again. <laughs> and I wasn't even sure that was their slogan. I was like, "Wait, isn't that like the Saints? What's their thing?" Like I was like, "Who dat? Who dat?" Yeah. I was like, "What is happening right now?" It's so like, weird. Everything's it, so weird. It made me so scared, but luckily they pulled it off. Icky didn't. He didn't shit the bed, yeah. and the old guy just was like, right, "We didn't spend any money this year." Yeah, right. That that old guy. He was counting every cent of like, how much is this costing me to do all this yeah. on the stage and everything? Yeah. Like, uh, do we pay Icky to be here? Like, <laughs> exactly. Is, that guy is penny pinching. He definitely. He's like. He's like Icky's still on contract, right? We, right? We're not paying. Shit. How much is he? Yeah, was he on retainer? Could we have Fuck, just we gotta like look into this. Icky on cameo would have been way cheaper. Forty dollars. <laughs> he looked so scared up there, like he was like, dude. "Fuck, am I gonna get billed for all this?" Yeah, shit? dude. Like, he's yeah. like, how, "How much is confetti these days?" Yeah, yeah. He's like, "I'm not touching that. I'm not touching that trophy because I gotta pay yeah. for it afterwards." Yeah. I think if I touch it, I pay for it. Like, Nobody drink the Gatorade. Nobody throw yeah. it. Yeah, no yeah. Spill it. <laughs> we're gonna reuse that. Save it for two weeks. <laughs> 
And then you got the owner of the Rams who's like, they're like, the storied franchise where everyone who ever was a fan of your team hates you because you moved the team to a city yeah. that no one cares about yeah. you. Yeah. It was yeah. so funny for them to try to pretend like there were Rams fans. They cut to the same Ooh. eight over and over again. Meanwhile, the entire... Christian was like, that stadium's in Los Angeles. The entire crowd is red. Like, it was just... yeah. That owner looks like he inherited the team in like a like in a divorce or or someone died. Yeah, it looks like fucking he won it out like from like Ben yeah, Kaplan or like a bingo in a fucking, in a, in a fucking Hold'em <laughs> game. It was like it could have been Ben Kaplan's team. <laughs> Gabe Kaplan. Gabe Kaplan. It's like welcome back, Connor. Where would he have moved it? <laughs> Poker after dark. Yeah. <laughs> it's like God damn it. If I would have just if I would have just hit a fucking six on the river. <laughs> Josh Travolta will be the fucking offensive coordinator. <laughs> oh, that guy. That, yeah. That guy, first of all, he's got a bad hairpiece. He looks like Gabe Kaplan. He looks like what? Uh, what? Yeah. It's so yeah. weird. It's, it's weird. It's, the whole thing is weird, man. Yeah, it's, a, it's the most I, awkward I will say, though, here, here's the one positive I will say about the Rams. And, and, it, and it, they remind me of, for you know, the last 20-plus years, you know, you know I've never been a big fan of, of the Steelers. Yeah. But I've, I've held that organization in, in high regard because the way that they, they just go about their business and they keep winning and they find talent and they play and they're, and they're always successful. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like that's kind of what the Rams have been doing for, for a while now. Eh, but they picked up Vaughn and they picked up like, yeah, but that's what they're, yeah, but they're like, they, they make smart decisions. Yeah. They pick up great players. You know, they're, they're, they're actually, you know, they've traded away all their first round picks for the last uh, like six years, I think, or something. I'm not convinced. Uh, like, but I, they, but they're drafting very well Donald's later on in the draft and stuff. And, and like, they, I think they have a great eye for talent and, and player development. And that's something to be really admired, actually. It's got to be a real fuck you to Goff because he clearly is like, uh, I suck. I, well, well, I don't know. You know, it's not, actually, I think Goff's kind of like, listen, I, I, I got you the Super Bowl. Like, they, they have to win the Super Bowl to, to be any better or different than, than with Goff. That's true. I, I, uh, I just hate that they're in LA. Like, if they were in St. Louis, I'd probably be rooting for them a little harder. Mm. But I just mm. don't like like the L.A. turn. That said, if they win, I'm not going to be like sad. I do kind of have to think. Like, well, because you're going to win. Brady's probably like, y'all want to be out of the league? Fine, I'm out. Guess what Super Bowl you got? Teams you don't care about at all. Yeah. Like This yeah. is like a Super Bowl you wouldn't even want to play on like a video game. It's <laughs> true. It's true. Although, the Bengals might be kind of fun. Who's the, Bengals are kind who's of video the greatest Ram of all time? The guy that played Hunter? <laughs> Is he a fucking Boomer Esiason? Like that's the who's legacy? the guy that did FTD commercials? Yeah, fuck yeah, Merlin fucking Olson, the guy from the guy from Little House, the guy from Little House and Hunter. That's your legacy. That's who we're all stoked about. Oh, man, I mean at this point it's and Chris Collinsworth. Like it's like a bunch of like people. It was just launch pad football teams from the seventies. They're like, yeah, you're on a team. But don't you yeah. want to be on a like a primetime TV show too? Yeah. Um yeah, Eric Dickerson? Like I mean, come on. Eric Dickerson. Or is it Kurt Warner now? Is probably the the face I of the Rams franchise. Is he? Is he even in the hall? 
Yeah. Yeah, I think he is now. They're like the fearless foursome or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, the guys that brought the Rams to the Super Bowl in 79. (laughs) Or 69, probably. I think it was. No, I think they lost to the Steelers in 79. I think that was. Oh, really? Oh, man. Yeah. These are like yeah. the, these are like the bum teams of the seventies that are like we finally get fifty years later you guys are in someone yeah. someone gets like it. someone's got to win this one you know I know but the Rams someone, have someone gets one. A, listen so listen the the Bengals are right there too if not worse probably a lot worse actually way worse yeah uh, so I, listen my money's on the Rams my heart's on the Bengals yeah me too. Uh, and I only and Fred I am, I'm only I'm only name. putting probably the money on the Rams because I I I I want that to be the curse and that they lose because of that. Okay. Fuck the Rams. We'll do I can't, our, we'll do I can't our official pick Rams. next week. Well, do you know what the line is right now? Is it? Like it's like four and four? a half or something. I think it's not very big. It's like this, like you know, as, as great as the Rams are supposed to be, and they've been touting all season long. You know, I they're still not that great. They're not a dominant team, and uh, and and uh, so it's. I don't think it's going to be like some sort of big blowout. It might not even, you know, like maybe a high scoring game. Maybe like we got to look at the over unders. Um, I think there's probably a lot of great props in this one because there's a lot of great there sort of be. like you know singular plays here. There you know, with be. Cooper Cup or Chase. Uh, I wonder what the Von know, Miller Von Miller Super Bowl MVP odds are. Ugh, no, forget it. He's that guy's. He hasn't kidding. done shit. Didn't this he win year. the MVP? Yeah, against Cam Newton. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he did, but that's that's he's way past his prime, and he's not the focal point. It's. I mean, you're if you're going defense, you're maybe Aaron Donald. Do you want to know who uh, I think's gonna win? This is this is my year. This is my year. For every yeah. year, I put a fucking a decent amount of money on the kicker to win the MVP. Ooh, and this year, Evan. with fucking, with Shooter McGavin, or whatever the fuck they call yeah, him. Yeah, Shooter McPherson. Yeah, Shooter McPherson. I yeah, saw that guy one. kick the bottle top off of a bottle in, mm-hmm. on TikTok. Yeah. On the upper deck yeah. of the stadium? He's yeah. definitely, I saw like a, like one of these stupid, like fan art, like images of like, <laughs> like that, like, like a, like, like reservoir dogs. And it was like that guy. <laughs> It's like, like, I like that. He's like, he looks like he's fourteen. I think he might be the MVP. Kickers are MVP too, you know. He, I'm gonna put a lot of money on Mc. I think that's a great one, actually. I think that's a great call. So that's a early. That's a You guys jump on that quick before it gets too short. (laughs) You know that's gonna be like plus ten thousand or something. So it's great. That's a great bet. All right, we'll do a bunch of props next week. Um, Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, at this point, I think, I think we've exhausted ourselves. Six Nations starts, uh, tomorrow. If you guys are into rugby, I'll do some rugby picks <laughs> next week. But early, just early on, I would say if you guys are betting this weekend, go ahead and hit the favorites. Go with, go with <laughs> Ireland, go with England, go with France, and stay away from Italy. They might be kicking them out of the Six Nations. That's a rugby tip. Also, if you're not watching mixed doubles curling on the Olympics, mm. set your fucking timer i was watching it last night it's fantastic i was we were we were having a battle of of our ethnic nations italy versus norway uh and norway came back and i i don't know i, I forgot you watch a mixed doubles who... where they have to sh- fucking broom for themselves they throw it and then they have to dance but like, yeah that shit looks hard as fuck because you have to hard as fuck you, you can't to... stay you know how hard it is to stay up on the ice like that and no like you have push to... yourself okay do you what i will tell you as a as a one-time curler you have to remember, one of those shoes is completely Teflon. So it's not like he's behind there with two grippy shoes. 
he's one of those shoes is basically made of ice, so he can push. So he yeah slide. Yeah slide. So when they they look all goofy because they have to like try to get balance by using a one super slidey shoe and one super sticky shoe. Yeah. And then and then broom over the top of the fucking stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 incredible. Curling gets a bad rap and highly underrated sport. I think. Well, I mean, the Swiss guy doesn't do any favors to the sport. He looks like he doesn't do a lot of anything. <laughs> is, he the, is he the John Daly of He's curling? John Daly of curling. <laughs> I think that that might be it. Like, it's kind of like, it definitely gets a bad rep because it's just goofy. But, uh, right. And they're I not mean, like I, super I sat on a fucking. And... I sat on a fucking text thread the other night defending curly, curling to Dylan, who's like, I could do it, no problem. I just fucking dunk the ball. I would just throw it down the ice and let it do a dance. <laughs> it's like, I think I'd be pretty good at it. And I was like, I just want to tell you, it's very hard. I tried it. It was really, yeah. really hard. And he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, is it hard to lift the beer to your mouth while you're curling? Because that's about <laughs> all the effort I can see what, while I'm doing a disco dance and a head spin watching this. Like, I'm like, whatever, dude. We get it. You're good at basketball. Relax. All right. Unfortunately, he he's probably the one guy who could probably He'd be natural at it. Go fuck yourself. I was like, yeah. I was like, well, I was like, if it's anything like stickball, <laughs> probably not your sport. That's right. That was the one thing he sucked at. Yep. All right. Let's get out of here. Have a great week. We'll talk about the Super Bowl next week uh, when Peace. I don't have COVID. Peace out. Out. Oh, 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 oh,